Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you have now entered the Matt Mania Arena, your reigning tag team champions of the evening, T-Call, the villain, G1 to the motherfucking rescue. Let's go then. What up? Blech. Man, what a beautiful night, man. I'm, I'm out, here, uh, out here chilling in good company, uh, for the smoke good, for the eat good, everything's good, man. How about you, sir? I don't know, man. Everything is good on my end. You said you in good company. You better make sure you don't get hit with that heel turn. She might see you, <laughs> see you eating yeah. that good food and hit you with a steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, not, nothing like that, man. No, we, we good, man. We out here posted up. Matt Maniacs, what's going on? As I always like to say, it is the three most important letters in sports entertainment digital media on the Southwest. M M. P, motherfucker. I also don't on. know what episode this is. You know what episode this is? I probably should have <laughs> uh, thought one, about that ahead of time. One eighty blank. I don't want to be wrong, but I know it's in the. I know it's in the middle one eighties. <laughs> we in, we in the one eighties, baby. Yeah, yeah. One one eighty dot dot dot. <laughs> yes, sir. We got Matt Maniacs all over the world. Rock knowledge tonight no. is is with family. Neo, I said Neo one. Neo X is probably Neo, so, Neo do mean I'm one. <laughs> well, Neo does mean one, so maybe I was just getting it confused like that. But he's probably somewhere petting his cat. And um, <laughs> I don't know how that sounds. <laughs> and who knows what um Megaran is doing tonight? Probably something important, as always. Oh, so, you know, you know. Shout out to Big Bro. You know, he doing what he do as always, man. So we are we are here today, definitely um, celebrating thirty years of Jericho. Thirty Chris, years of Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, the goat. Break the walls down. The the greatest of all time. Uh, yeah, literally, man. He solidified himself as one of the goats. He's reinvented himself a million damn times. My man is something else. He's he's really, really, really special. And we um, will we will definitely get into our favorite Chris Jericho moments and things like that later on in this show. But as always, um, we're going to bring you to putovers first. Make sure that you are following us everywhere that we are. What is it? Instagram is Matt Mania Pod. Matt Mania Pod. Twitter is Matt Mania Podcast. Make That's sure right. that you buy some merch from where they get that merch from. 
ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes, sir. Matt, the Matt Mania store. We got tees. We got music. We got CDs. Make sure that you pick all that up and um, support us. Without you, there is no us. We do this for y'all because otherwise we would just be talking wrestling in the group chat. So <laughs> we, we bring this here so that y'all can hear the thoughts the the inner the innermost conversations of the Matt Mania podcast. G one, you said that you knew what you were going to start off with your putovers, so let's go ahead and I, get into that. All right, I do, but I'm gonna have you start off only because I'm about I'm about to walk into uh, a wonderful happy place called Soul Flower Dispensary, and I can't bring my phone in here, so we gonna go ahead and kick the uh, the putover with you, and then wow, time, but you was but you was trying to rush me to get started. And we could have waited until really. after you. You did. You kept on saying, "Come on, let's go." And now you got to put me on pause so that you can go into the dispensary. Man, let them, things. let them know what let them know what your putover is, and then I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come in and chime in. Get it correct. My putover is the new West Side Gun project. His shady debut release. It is called "Who Made the Sunshine." Yes, make sure that you are listening to that or pick that up. It's got features on it from all of the Griselda cast. That would be Armani Caesar, Conway, Benny the Butcher. We got El Camino on there. We got Black Thought on there. We got Slick Rick the Ruler on there. We got yes, sir. Um, Buster Rhymes on there. Shout out to Armani Caesar, man. She can, she can spit. Armani Caesar got bars, bro. Armani Caesar, shout out to her. We got Stove Guy Cooks on there. We got Smoke Diz on there. We got Flea Lord on there. All of those greats. We got production on there from Derringer and Beat Butcher. We got Alchemist on there. We got Just Blaze on there. And, you know, it's 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 a great debut. People will say it's not a debut because they've been dropping nonstop music. But it's his first major label debut, his Shady Records debut. And... The artwork was also done by his daughter, Westside Pootie. So definitely make sure that you go check that out and support it. That's he's a friend of mine, a fellow a fellow wrestling head. Oh my god, G1. I hear all of the background. All of it. This guy. I hear everybody in the background right now. He couldn't even put his phone on mute. Yeah, it's a little different. I'm going to mute my mic for a sec. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you while he's interrupting my putover. But anyways, who made the sunshine? West Side Gun. Griselda. Shady Records. Make sure you go cop that. Make sure you go stream that. He said that he's only dropping one more project this year, and then he's retiring. Hopefully, it's going to be his project that he's doing with Mad Lib. But yeah great project standout cuts on it for me would be the butcher and the blade that's track number two obviously west side gun is a huge wrestling fan the butcher and the blade are also from um upstate new york buffalo where west side gun is from so the aew wrestling connection with west side gun and the wrestling in his bars you know how that goes um, oh yeah, he's got Bodie James on the project. He's got Jada Kiss on the project, and you know he's got some standout lines on there. He said, um, "The shooter, a spray you in the face like the great Muda." He said, um, "You know, drop kick the brick and hit it with the pedigree." 
um, you know, a lot of a lot of wrestling bars, obviously, you know, and it's that that drug talk, that grimy Grisella, Grisella, what is that? Griselda, gun talk, drug talk that you came to love, all of the doot doot doots and boom boom booms, all of the is Griselda, all of that shit. It's all over it. So you know how they do, even with their major label debuts, they still keep it as gutter as they've kept it the whole time. <laughs> And he's still not ready to do his put over, but I'm done talking about mine. So I don't know what we're going to talk about now because I'm not going to spend 15 to 20 minutes talking about West Side Guns album. Just make sure that you go listen to that. Go cop that shit. It do got my homie Fly God on there, like I said, and that nigga be spitting. That nigga said his shooter killed somebody over an emoji and ran him up the stairs like Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you go listen to that shit. Diz is on there. He said that he came from about the pound, so you know, <laughs> smelling like a pound, obviously. Hey, I feel you. That's where funny. are you? Where, where you at now, G? You still in there? Or you in a bathroom or something? Uh, I, I dipped. I dipped to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> I can't hear you. You went mute. He went mute. I don't know what happened. We kind of, we oh, kind of, we kind of giving y'all this episode off the cuff because he's um live in the streets right now. Y'all remember hits from the street? Y'all that, y'all that old. <laughs> OBT, we do that. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how old our audience is because that's G one right now. He G one, G one in the street. <laughs> G one in the street. Yeah, right Rescue now. In the streets. Right now, he's hey, picking man. up at a dispensary, so you know he's he's out yes. there in the real world. <laughs> yes, sir. Shout out to the good, shout out to the good folks at Soul Flower in Tempe. S O L Flower, right off, uh, right off McClintock, on the other side of the bridge from where Tempe Marketplace is. So anybody in Tempe, make sure you get your butt at, at Soul Flower. They have a great new patient deal. They have a great two visit new patient deal. So fuck with them if you're in the Arizona area, man. Anyway. Uh, yeah, man, that Griselda shit is popping. I got to dive more into the new album. Uh, my put over is going to be, uh, I want to shout out the good folks that are kind of professional, actually. Now, you know, y'all already know what I do on the music side or whatnot. Uh, since I've had this NPC Live version 2, it's been a really big help. <laughs> like, we talking, uh, it's been something that's cool, efficient, it, it runs on uh, charged battery power, which is really nice. Um, Built-in speaker for the first time ever on an NPC, which is really nice. So, you know, as, as a person, I may just be, you know, over my friend house, just rocking some shit. You know, I ain't got all the speakers and the laptop and all that shit. I just got my NPC live and a hard drive. Low-key, that's all I've been needing. So it's been, it's been kind of fun, you know, just kind of getting back to basics. You know, I still rock on Ableton Live and all that, but much love to the good people at Akai Professional because that NPC Live, too, has really kind of has really kind of got me back to basics and kind of turned my life around a little bit. So much love to the good people at Akai Professional. Please follow them on all major social media platforms at Akai Pro. That's A-K-A-I Pro. And uh, AkaiProfessional.com. No, no, Akai-Pro.com. I'm so sorry. But yeah, man, NPC Live too, man. It's it's, it's great, great. Got some stuff coming. So yeah, man. 
Yes, sir. He's on the cook-up. So, what's going on with your purchase, man? You said you had a call-in order. They ain't got your shit ready yet? Oh, uh, no. I just, I, I dipped to the bab. The, the fucking pickup line is long as hell. <laughs> God damn it. But more, or more so slow. More so. It's, I ain't gonna say it's long, but it's slow as hell. And we don't, we don't go black for a minute. See? So, G1 is um, picking up right now, so he had to dip from the pod because he's not allowed to have his phone out in the dispensary. So, you are rocking with T called a villain. As I said, this is the 30 Years of Jericho episode, and we are going to talk about some of our favorite Chris Jericho moments, and, you know, one of those being... Um, everything that he's been doing since he left WWE. I mean, damn, that man's been on the tear. He went to New Japan, won shit over there. He went to AEW, became the first champ over there. I don't really want to get into too much of it without G1 because obviously I want him to chime in on these things. So in the meantime, let me let y'all know what T. Call is up to. So I'm currently working on some new music. I don't think I'm going to be putting out any new music um, any more new music this year? I'm getting myself lined up for this upcoming year. I did drop a single, though. It is called Guns and War, produced by Paco Knot, and is definitely the music that needs to be heard right now. It's full of black power. It's full of what's going on in the streets right now, and you can find that on my Bandcamp right now. It's exclusively on Bandcamp, so if you go to Bandcamp and search T-Call, or if you search T-Call Bandcamp on Google, you'll find it. I'm the only T-Call out here rapping, so anything that you find with T-Call on it, it's me. It'll soon be available on streaming sites everywhere but as of right now it is a band camp exclusive so make sure that y'all go cop that that'll be off a project that me and Paco not are doing called the behemoth me and him together is the behemoth that'll be coming out next year I got several projects dropping next year I got a project with Rob De Niro dropping next year I got a project with Trevor Lang dropping next year I got um a project with some crazy, crazy production on it and features that's going to be dropping towards the end of next year that I'm working on. So as I said, I'm just over here right now writing. The pen is sharp. The mind is sharp. I haven't been smoking weed in a couple weeks. It's been like three weeks over here getting my mind and my body together, fortified, strong for the people, for my family, for my kids. Can't be, you know, I got a I got a one year old right now. I can't be having her running around and I can't chase her around. So, you know, <laughs> definitely gotta make sure that I um, you know, been getting in the gym, you know, trying to make sure that I'm able to fucking chase her down. Um otherwise I'm gonna have to put her ass on a leash. So <laughs> Oh, somebody's laughing, I guess G one is back. What up, G one? Oh, yes, I was just I was just telling the people about, you know, what I got lined up musically coming next oh, yeah, year. I heard, I heard all of um, yes, oh, he was listening. He just wasn't here, so he probably heard me talking shit about him then. But anyways, <laughs> back back to the wrestling at hand. Um, yes, before, be- before we get into gushing over Chris Jericho, we can talk a little bit about um, everyday things that's going on. Me or G1 did not watch NXT TakeOver. Don't hate us hey. for it, but Finn Balor did 
retain the championship. I'm going to just talk about that real quick because um, he got his jaw broken in that match. And um, Finn Balor just has horrible luck when it comes to championship matches. Um, I'm hoping because it's just a jaw injury that NXT is not going to strip him of that title. Um, I always feel like stripping of the title just takes away um, prestige and everything from that title. Um, yeah, I, 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 to- I totally agree. It gotta be it, it gotta be something, some other type of thing that they can do in case somebody were to get injured. But it's it, it's a jaw injury, so I feel like he'll be able to recover from that. And and uh, even though I didn't see all of the match, I did see bits and pieces of it. So I want to say. Hats off to one of my favorite independent wrestlers of all time, uh, my boy Kyle O'Reilly of the Undisputed Era. Because well, tell Kyle O'Reilly to stop giving out them stiff ass shots. He gave them. Man, I'm trying to tell you, based <laughs> on what I seen, that was a hell of a match. And you have to remember, Kyle O'Reilly is a is a whole trained kickboxer. Right, and he gave it Finn Balor. <laughs> he gave him a flying knee in the corner to the face. I'm sure that's what broke his jaw. Oh. That's what, oh, you know what? I seen that spot. So that's yeah. what fucked him up, huh? I'm, wow. I'm, okay. That's, that's what I would think it was, you know, but, you know, I feel like that they can just play off of that. If, I mean, if everybody know that Finn is hurt, then don't strip him from the title. It's just a jaw injury. Either take, either take him off a few episodes or he can still show up with the title, but just, you know, not get into any, um, you know, scuffles or anything because he's injured, you know, but either way, you know, they kept Drew off TV for a minute when he supposedly got hurt and he didn't have to get stripped from the title. So, you know, I feel like, you know, after, after what happened with Finn with the universal title, seeing him get stripped of another title would just be too, too much for him. Yeah. It'll it'll be bad. Here's the hot take though. With, with Kyle O'Reilly's, Performance and I mentioned this before uh, on our show back when we were all recording in the studio. Um, I feel like if the undisputed era right now parted ways, we already know who the who the. I mean, really, that whole squad can be breakout stars. I was saying not so much Bobby Fish, and not necessarily because he's not capable of it. I just don't know if. He has a strong enough rep on the solo side, but Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Adam Cole are perfectly fine. So, well, Roderick Strong was already Roderick Strong was already right, killing Roderick it on the solo tip. Oh, we said Roderick Strong was already what? Killing it on the solo tip before he joined Undisputed. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. we let's say Undisputed era breaks up right now. Consider against Finn Balor. Do you feel like he will? Do you feel like he will definitely shine as a solo star? Maybe if they, maybe if they left him in NXT, gave gave him a new uniform, and, and, and let him get off and do his thing. I'm I'm not sure because I never seen him as a solo um, wrestler because wasn't he a tag team with Fish? Red Dragon, yeah, but he, so. but yeah, that, but he uh he he's been solo a couple of times before him and Fish created a uh, Red Dragon. And, He's definitely one solo, but Red Dragon is just the thing that we know them, you know, more famously from. But, but nah, man, that boy Kyle O'Reilly, and then you know, since shit. The only thing I know fish about, uh, the only thing I know fish from is being injured. That nigga stay injured. <laughs> <laughs> he does, low key. He, he stay on a pair of crutches. 
Oh man, who you selling? This be his uh, special weapon in the ring and shit. But <laughs> but man, uh, no, you know, gotta gotta love. Hats off to those guys. I see uh, NXT has a new uh, venue right now. Yeah, sir. That's nice space. I forget what it's called. It's like the CWC or something. Yeah, yeah. Capital like Capital that. World Center or something. Yeah, it's a nice setup. It was a really nice setup. Nice big ass stage, everything. I, I did see the pictures. I was like, oh, this is lit. It's very lit. Very, very, very dope. Um, yep, still, the- still has the NXT feel to it. Still, still, you know, just even though they moved, it still has the NXT feel to it that they do with their shows. The the darker atmosphere, the the lights where it's dark and just lit up on the ring and stuff like that. I like that when I go to to NXT shows. It makes the it makes the show feel different than everything else. Yeah, yeah, it does. We like a couple of NXT shows that that we've been to have been just really stellar, phenomenal. I really like the dark shows because um, we like just more fan interaction with the dark shows. So that part of it is really cool. As we proceed. Oh, yeah, <laughs> school, no school, need to know this. I flow like left alley slow. Yeah. Come on, come on, Biggie, all day. Oh, no, I was doing the um the Jay-Z version. Oh, yeah, I forgot. From, from the professional. Burn slow like blunts of hydro. Jigga man, BK he, shit, and y'all as, know. <laughs> as big as a Jay-Z fan as I am, uh, you know, I, forget, I totally forgot about that. I was just talking about, remember the promotional single for Blueprint 3, the, the Jock and Jay-Z joint? Uh-huh. From 07, I love that record. Fool's House, hold no doubt about the only rapper still getting money in the trial. <laughs> yeah, but I love that Jay-Z verse to that track you're listening to right now off the professional, oh, off that man. DJ Clue you know, joint. I remember that he did it. I haven't heard it in a while, so now I feel like I got to go back and listen to it. That's that's definitely... Um... Dude, let me tell you what I just seen that I was mad about, because, so, on some petty shit, because okay. every, everybody know what happened at the um, the debate, and Pence had the fly land on his head, right? <laughs> yes. So, I was trying to post a picture on Instagram with some music to it, and I was trying to post Styles P, because Styles P said, you the shit, I'm the Lord of the Flies in a song. Oh, wow. And I couldn't find the song. And I'm like, why can't I find the song? Do you know that song is off Rough Riders Volume 3 and Rough Riders oh. Volume 3 is not on Spotify? Yeah. Hey, you know what? A it's, the only, of... it's the only one. No, it's the only one. Volume 1, Volume 2, and Volume 4 is on there, but not Volume 3. There's no Volume 3? That's weird. I didn't even know they did a Volume 4. I knew they did 1 and 2 and 3. I didn't know I didn't know they did a four. Yeah, because it was off the... And I was like, come on now. I know I'm not crazy. So I had looked the song up on YouTube, and that's how I realized what it was on. It's off that Styles P song. Shoot him in the head. Shoot him in the face of the chest. Then shoot him in the waist of the neck. Then shoot him in the gut of the mouth. Then shoot him in his back and don't stop till his blood running out. <laughs> that nigga's a violent-ass nigga. <laughs> he really he really is. Uh, yeah, there should be some more, my man. Um... But yeah, you know what? Uh, speak, you know, speaking of Styles P, I gotta give, I also give a quick shout out, and I never did this, and I've been meaning to do this for a long time, because prior to last week, it's been a minute since I recorded with y'all. But uh, I want to give a shout out to Juices for Life, which is his uh, his juice bar. Yes, sir. Uh, out, out in the New York area, I was I went to the uh, the Brooklyn location. 
uh, and that man, it's, it was just nice to see young black folks working in an environment where they're serving something that is actually good for you and not like a bunch of greasy bullshit and nothing like that. That motherfucker was packed. I went to the newer location in, in, uh, okay. in Brooklyn. What, what'd so. you get? Um, you know what? I got a I got a juice and I got a smoothie. I usually try I usually try to round it out with both. The smoothie is what curves my appetite. The juice right, but what did so you get though? Oh, what the man, I don't know. They they menu by the way is fucking huge. There's like a million names for all this. I don't know what the did hell. Did your I got smoothie that. have peanut butter in it? Uh they got some stuff with peanut butter in it. Yeah, I think that was one of I think that was the, the cream smoothie I had had peanut butter in it. But yeah, that dude, that menu is literally like three whole things long and it's like small writing and hella options. Hella yeah, options. Like they mix and match every possible combination of healthy juice in that place. <laughs> like, that I don't, shit is wild. I don't know why, but I can hear me talking through your phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. I know. I, I ain't got no headset or nothing like that, so I'm just okay. winging it on the, uh, the speaker. But, but yeah, um, yeah uh, shout out Styles P. Like you said, man, that dude went from a gangster to a gentleman to a juice bar owner, and okay. he's still rapping with the best of them. Locks just dropped a new album like a couple months ago, and yep. Styles P has always been my favorite, my personal favorite off the locks. I actually got to meet Styles P before because I opened up for him out here in Arizona before. And funny story because you, I probably never told you, but I tried to smoke with Styles P. I had some blunts already rolled up because, you know, coming to the show, I already wanted to have my stuff rolled up. And I asked him if he wanted to smoke, and he told me, nah, because he said, no offense, but, you know, I'm too old and I've been around a long time and I don't smoke nothing that I don't see be rolled up because it can be anything in those. So, you know. Gotta res- gotta respect Yeah, I, gotta respect gotta respect that. So I got turned down on smoking with Styles P, but you know, I was rocking with him at the show and we um chilled out and had a good time. And Yeah, and it, like at least you got turned down for a good reason. It wasn't just no fucking Yeah, fuck you, nigga. Little <laughs> like it wasn't just nothing like that. It was more so it's just like you know, Fuck all these niggas. If you ask me who, I answer back anybody you can think of. I'm SP, bitch. <laughs> I'm the boss of the boss. So talk arrogant to me and God link up. Yo, you know what I just saw that was funny? Also, that made me think of Styles P. Why is AJ Styles Instagram AJ Styles P? And then I looked at that and I was like, oh, AJ that nigga Styles, Styles P too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's technically AJ Styles P1 for uh-huh. one. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But it's got Styles P in there. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but um, let's let's see. Um, let's get into our 30 years of Jericho that they celebrated on AEW. Um, well, first man. off, Jericho uh-huh. Jericho has been in the game for how long? He's been wrestling since 16, I believe. Um, Jericho wrestled in Mexico before he came uh, over to WCW. He's wrestled in ECW. He's wrestled in WWE, New Japan, all the way to AEW. This man has been all around the world. All around he's, the world. He's, uh, he's wrestled it. in the middle of the ocean on the Jericho cruise. <laughs> like, yes, just... And and this is these are reasons why we call him the goat. But yeah, Absolutely. if you want to talk, if you want to talk about, if you want to start off, because that's what I was telling them why you were um, in the dispensary. I said, yeah. um, 
we can start off with um, everything he's done since he's left WWE because that'll be the oh, most recent man. stuff. So, uh, absolutely, man. So just to kind of get just to kind of get that vibe. Um, right after he left WWE, he went on to do uh, a, another short stint in in New Japan with some quality opponents. Of course, the first of those opponents being Kenny Omega, which we knew that was going to happen because him and Omega, uh, from what I understand, are are from the same area yes, in, uh, in Canada, Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that part is really dope. So it, that was only a matter of time before that happened. Quality match. We all know how Kenny get down. Kenny's a friend of the podcast. Shout out to Kenny Omega. Um, you know, and then we went from that to him and uh Tanahashi, right? Was that Tanahashi that he fought the second time? Um, who's the who's the dude who he stole his look because um didn't somebody else have the like clown makeup eyes that Jericho was doing when he came? Damn. Oh, it might have been that might have been Naito. That might have been Naito. Okay, yeah, I think Tetsuya he's, Naito. Yeah, he yeah, he yeah. fought him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Jericho went over there and he won the go, you know? Man, you know, I, IWGP uh, Intercontinental Championship. And that was very, when Jer- very, very that was that was when Jericho started his whole new. That's when he was doing the Clockwork Orange gimmick. Um, that's oh, what I'm yeah. talking about with the with the eye makeup and stuff. So he was Man. doing he was doing that with a leather jacket with the spikes on it. That's when he started using the um the Judas track for um his music. I was just about to say that was also the very first time that he used his own uh award winning song uh Judas by his band Fozzy as his entrance theme. Very iconic moment. Um, you know, really dope. And then if you fast forward to uh, All Elite Wrestling, uh, our first time, uh, my very first time seeing Jericho uh, wrestle in person, period, was uh, AEW Double or Nothing. And that legendary interest that he did where he made reference to all of his various personalities over the years. And then, you know, when he came out with the spike jacket, listen, that shit... Yo, Man, that was that was epic. You, you're saying that's your first time seeing Jericho. Um, but where did you say that was at? Double or nothing? Double or nothing in well, Vegas at the MGM Grand. Before AEW started, what was the pay per view that they had in Chicago? Uh, that was that was all in. That oh. was the, that was uh, the predecessor to AEW. That was their whole like, hey. We trying something out. This is a pilot right. program. We so you wasn't, you weren't there with us. With us, it was um, it no. was me, Rand, Neo, and we were out there with um, with a lot of the guys out there or whatever. But no, I wanted to bring that up because Jericho appeared on that show dressed up oh, like Pentagon. Wow. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. He the lights went out and then he was in the ring in um in a Pentagon outfit. And then he took the mask off, and it was Jericho. So that was Jericho's first appearance there outside Correct. of WWE before AEW got started. But That's right. Yeah. That's right, man. But then AEW got started, and just all hell broke loose. Like, again, people can say what they want about All Elite Wrestling uh, a little bit over a year in, and they have, they have maintained a, a really cool product. Like most things in wrestling, it's it's – it's imperfect. There are some things, you know, that they're still ironing out. But for the most part, they put on really good shows. And Jericho, 
as one of the the many veterans in ring, you know, people like him and people like uh, Dustin Rose, the natural, um, you know, just really, you know, really making the young guys look good and giving them some game. And, and, you know, because they're not scripting promos over there, Jericho is like amazing on the fly. And right. so it just it really just so, worked out well. So Jericho became the first AEW champion. Yes, and he did. Jay, and Jericho was also created the inner circle. Yes, which, sir. Which is a major part of what they got going on over AEW. Sam, Sammy so, Guevara, uh, Jake Hager, uh, of course, uh, Santana and Ortiz, who you once called Santana Tito Ortiz. and Ortiz. Oh, Tito on, Ortiz. <laughs> he was like, T, he was like Tito and Ortiz. That was that's funny because that's the very last show. That was the first show that me and you just did together by ourselves in the studio. <laughs> he was like Tito. He was like Tito and Ortiz. That's one person. <laughs> hey, it sound it sounded right, but it sounded um, good. <laughs> but. So now that we've now that we've talked about Jericho and all he's done since leaving WWE, if you yes, remember sir. his last thing in WWE was You just made the list. But the thing that he did with KO, remember it was the Yes, Jericho and KO show. Yes, they they did their thing. That show but, was cool. But but didn't he get what well, I'm trying to remember what it was called, Friendiversary or something like that. The thing that he did where oh. KO turned on him. Right, that that was that was solid, and that was yeah. really cool. I felt like he he really put over KO in a major way with that, you know, as a heel, obviously. But he did his damn thing. That shit was cool, man. Right, him seeing his name on the list, him asking why is his name on the list. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Very, very dope. Very solid work, man. By Jericho. but you know, I'm also I'm also a huge fan of Jericho's running WCW, and you know, obviously that's that's young Jericho. Um, mm-hmm. He had the long hair. He was more like a he was a young rock star at that time. You know, he um the that's when he was doing the Walt um sorry, the Lion Tamer instead yes. of the Walt of Jericho. And, you know, just great he was a great cruiserweight at that time. You know, WCW kind of put cruiserweights on the map. The land of the cruiserweights, yes. Because um for those who weren't watching any um, you know, Mexican wrestling or luchadors and stuff at the time, WCW was full of them. And uh-huh. um, you know, and a lot of these other guys, you know, including Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, um, Dean Malenko, obviously uh-huh. Chris Benoit, all of those dudes who came over as the radicals uh-huh. and stuff like that. They were uh-huh. all they were they weren't Mexicans, but they were still the size and the they were in that weight class, the luchador, yeah, but they the luchador were, were like, weight class. Absolutely. And all Cruiser the guys that came, absolutely and all the guys that came over as the radicals, they were all uh they're all like lightweight but technical wrestlers. Like I've always said one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is the man of a thousand holes, Dean Malenko. And uh so yeah, Dean Malenko over, and um Dean Malenko and um Eddie Guerrero used to have some great matches in um so. WCW. Um man. the only it's funny because one of my favorite um luchadors but this man was not a cruiserweight was la parka (laughs) i don't know i don't i don't know how that guy was a i don't know how that guy was a a heavyweight luchador (laughs) (laughs) no explanation needed there you just knew that he could get it done and and that shit was cool man so so i recently read a story that said that the reason that jericho changed his name of his move from the lion tamer to the walls of jericho was that when he came to wwf at the time 
that mm-hmm. um since um I want to say what's his name um who was um part of the Lions Den? I was about to say Dan Severin, but that's not who it was. Yes. Who was it? Uh, um, Lions Den, Lions Den. Who Lions was the Who was the other? Uh, um, Ken Shamrock. Ken, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I about that. so yeah. Ken Ken Shamrock was associated with the Lions Den at that time, and that's Vince great. McMahon said that he didn't want someone else having a name with the word lion in it because he already had um. Ken Shamrock right. doing that with the Lions Dance stuff. So that's when he changed the name of the move to the Walls of Jericho, which yeah. is why the music Break the Walls Down and all of that stuff came from the name of the move being the Walls of Jericho. Yeah, y- not- Y2J. Little known fact about Chris Jericho, for those of you that may not get a, uh, for those of you who may not seen uh, a lot of beginnings in wrestling. So Jericho's name on the Mexican circuit was Cortezon de Leon which translates into his WCW name, which was Lionheart. Mm-hmm. So, yep, so that, so that was a that was Yeah, a big so that's game. where all the lion stuff came from, the lion salt and the, yep. the lion tamer and stuff like that. Absolutely. So then he had to change it to the walls of Jericho when he came to WWF. But yeah. also what people don't know is that, so first he just changed the name, but it was still the lion tamer. But I don't know mm-hmm. if somebody got hurt or because the move was just too vicious, but he changed oh. it to being more of a he changed it to being more of a Boston crab instead of what he was instead of what he was doing when he put his neck and yo I mean his knee and yo yeah right and then and then bend you (laughs) so (laughs) did you notice towards the end did you notice towards the end of his WWE run he started he started getting away with doing the traditional lion tamer, he put that he put that real motherfucker on somebody, and I was like, "Whoa!" Oh yeah, he he would he would do it sometimes or whatever, but but yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't and and obviously you know it's a thing where I don't know if they just didn't want him doing the move no more, if people didn't want to take the move because obviously if people don't want to take the move, then you can't do it. But yes. but yeah, the the walls of Jericho and the lion tamer was a crazy move. Um, crazy the whole, move. The, the whole Y2J theme with, um, you know, since the year 2000 was coming up and everybody was scared of Y2K mm-hmm. and everything. So Y2J, I mean, it was the just... Y2, the, the Y2J problem that is it was, what they teased before he came out. Yep. It was it was just perfect at that time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man, what else you what else you got thoughts-wise about Jericho? I mean, I, I mean, listen, like some of my earliest memories, keep in mind that Jericho made his debut in my hometown. So uh, on that episode of Monday Night Raw in 1999. So that was kind of iconic. And I remember watching that episode and I remember just being invested in this character because I remember seeing him before from WCW. I'm like, oh, dude, over here now. And yeah, man, he just came over there. And Jericho's just one of them people that really that just really knows how to how to how to put himself over like he just really has that down to a science that just a lot of wrestlers just really don't have and then he's always innovative he's always finding new ways like he was like he he had like outside of like the the lion tamer slash walls of jericho he had like a million other signature moves we talk about the lion saw we talk about the the breakdown which is the reverse neck breaker he the cold breaker like, the cold the, the cold breaker which is a you know modified lung blower but yeah super um, dope man. the the judas effect wait which move bro the judas effect oh oh gosh <laughs> the judas effect is still one of those things it, it grew on me because i couldn't when I first seen it, you know, which was live, and when he was talking about using this this random ass elbow, 
for uh, for a move, I'm like, ah, I don't really know how I feel about that yet. <laughs> yeah, it all it all it all it all depends on how he hits it, how the person comes into contact with it. Sometimes it looks like, oh, that wasn't really nothing, and sometimes he hits it where it's like, oh shit, you know. So. I can I can definitely understand you having a mixed feelings about the Judas effect elbow. Yeah, but, but as you but nobody as you wants to get it, hit in their face with an elbow. <laughs> that's true, and that's and, and that's what you have to think about. You have to think about the the reality element, and that's when I got that's when I got invested in the move because then I'm like, well, at the end of the day, we may sit up here and look at it like, oh, it's just a really basic finisher. But like you said, nobody wants to get hit in their mouth with an elbow. So that's right. And I mean, in AEW, he has Jake Hager on his team who is a MMA fighter. So, yes, you know, sir. and then I remember um, when he hit it on somebody who was doing a suicide dive out the ropes and then he, he caught him with the Judas um, elbow. That, so. was, that was one of the greatest versions of that move I've seen like the Judas effect out of nowhere situation mm-hmm. that man back into that elbow when he was coming through that that was the coolest that's all went through so stuff like that when you catch when you catch motherfuckers off guard like that that's the shit that really make that really makes a move that's what made the RKO famous RKO ain't nothing but a basic jumping diamond cutter but his whole gimmick is just like DDP being able to catch it out of nowhere, being able to catch it in really awkward situations. Right, so and also Jericho, Jericho is getting older in age, so he wanted to be able to do something that was going to be easier yeah. for him to do. And like you said, that he can catch people with it out of nowhere yeah. so and, and, still, um, and still be devastating, you know, to deliver it, so... Yeah, because yeah. he's not he's not gonna be in that much no more. The cold breaker he's kind of using more so as a regular move these days. He's um, getting kind of chunky in the midsection, so I don't know how much lion thoughts he's gonna be doing. <laughs> oh man, I don't, I don't think he needs anything with the word salt in it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> his, his fucking blood cells are being assaulted. <laughs> Man, but no, nah, you know, but no, nah, like I say, man, Jericho is just one of those uh, once in a lifetime superstar, rock star. Like he really broke the glass ceiling. He's one of few people that literally is living the dream. He is a full blown touring musician and at the same time, a professional wrestler who will be on TV every week. Like, I don't know how. I mean, I know how you can balance out that schedule, but it's just. The well, ain't nobody touring right now, that. so. Well, yeah, nobody's touring right now, obviously. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, during that time, like, man, you have to understand this guy's work ethic, concerts. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. When he showed up at All In in the Pentagon outfit, nobody yeah. thought that he was going to be there because he actually was just at a Fozzie show. Yeah, and, that's what I'm, that's and what I'm he saying. He flew in. He flew in from the from the show that he just did somewhere else, um, and and you know made an appearance at the All In. So that's yeah, that's, that's dedication. That's dedication. That's dedication. And that's dope shit. Yes, like if you could do that, that's what that shit is all about, man. I've had a million Chris Jericho action figures. <laughs> and every time Jericho get like an action figure with an updated outfit or some shit, that's why I'm surprised. Recently, in his old age, he's been kind of keeping the same type of outfit. Because remember, my man had a different set of tights on every episode of Raw. And that, that was the thing that used to always intrigue me about Chris Jericho because he was one of the few people that literally changed his outfit every single show. Barely wore the same outfit twice. Well, that's, that's like Rey Mysterio, you know? 
Yeah, of that, course, of course. Ray Mysterio right. and then uh, like Ray Mysterio and Lucha Underground and everything else. Like I went, I was at Lucha Underground. I saw Ray Mysterio live there. He came mm-hmm. out. He gave somebody like he wore a mask over a mask when he came out, and he gave a kid in the crowd the mask that he had on over his mask. Yes, sir. Because he had like a he had like a big crazy mask with horns on it and stuff, and then he took that off, and then it was his regular mask. But exactly. yeah, he's always had crazy tights. But you know, I think that's just like I said. You know. Chris Jericho coming from Mexico doing his pilgrimage over there and you know just having so much um, ties and respect to Mexican culture and the luchadors and all of that stuff that I think that's something that they do because when you see see all of these guys like um, Roosh and, um, and people like that like they just they're they're swagged out when it comes to like wrestling gear and interests and stuff like that. It's, it's it's a big part of what they do. Man, I love I love watching the watching the luchadors. You know, you used to always make the joke because I don't know if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Uh, the actual AAA Triple uh, A as they as they oh. say. But uh-huh. Used to always make that joke on the podcast. But man, I'll be watching AAA. I watch AAA. I watch the, the other stuff too. Like and you know can't understand what the damn commentators are saying but the action is always flat right yeah so man uh, you know again uh and then and then what was dope is they had the uh some of jericho's close friends in the wrestling business do like dedication videos which was really solid uh good to see lance storm we know lance storm has a wrestling school and he's been training like some 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 uh some goats over over there you know you mean you mean lance storm from calgary Alberta, yes. Canada. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. If I could be serious for a moment, that Lance Storm. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that in the dedication video too. Oh, oh that was funny. So uh, for I those used to love Lance Storm and Just Incredible as a tag team. <laughs> Ooh, the Impact players in ECW. Mm-hmm. What man? Oh, listen, I told you my favorite tag team next to Chris Chetty and Nova. When they collided, that shit was epic, man. Love that. You know, I always always talk about Chris Chetty because his finishing move was the Amityville Horror. Right. Yes, it, yeah. yes, indeed. So, 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 yeah, on AEW, they were doing, like you said, the, the video shout-outs to Chris Jericho. But did you see when AEW went off and the credits that Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho was everything? By Chris Jericho, <laughs> story done by Chris Jericho. That shit was funny as hell. Uh, Bully, Bully Ray took a little bit of the bubbly to the face. <laughs> That was cool. That just, was, and, then, and then spit it out on some triple H type shit. <laughs> yeah, those those guys just man, they have a good time over there at AEW. They, Vince, they McMahon, really doing that. Vince McMahon would have never did nothing like that. That's what I'm saying. And that's what and that's why I think motherfuckers like coming over there because they know at the end of the day, there's like uh, enough, maybe not a lot, there's enough creative freedom. And it's enough guys over there that everybody's familiar with that everybody really just has a good time. And I think Jericho realized that very early, you know, and that was why he decided to join the squad and also kind of be a little bit of a consultant backstage to the young talent. And, yeah, well, uh, it's, it's, also, bring- it's, it's also kind of like, um, you know, um, Hall and Nash going to WCW. It's like yes. Jericho is such a huge name that he knows if he comes over to AEW, he's going to have a lot of say so. He's going to have oh, well. a lot of a lot of control over what's going mm-hmm. on just because he was one of the first big names associated with AEW. Other yeah, than same, Kenny Omega, same. which Kenny Omega is a big name, but he was more known in Japan. Um, yeah. the, the average um, American viewer probably didn't know much about Kenny. 
Um, but yeah. they all know Jericho, so that yeah. Gives... And, think, and think about all the think, think about all the, uh, the the veterans that you got over there. Some in ring, some just backstage. You got uh, the enforcer Arn Anderson over there. You got you got Billy Gunn still still in the freaking ring, man. Oh yeah, DDP. I'm sorry, Nightmare Family, Diamond Dallas Page, my favorite wrestler of all time, still busting diamond cutters on niggas. Uh, 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 Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn got both his sons over there, Austin Gunn, who I met uh, in New York last year when we went to uh, to WrestleMania weekend, uh, and I met him at the at the after party. We chopped it up for a minute. He was super cool. Me and Billy Gunn actually shook hands because he was backstage at uh, at the the G One Supercard, okay. and I didn't realize how big he was. His hand was like three times the size of mine. Like, yeah, I saw I saw Billy Gunn when I went to. Um the ROH show with Ran, where we had the incident with um, Bubba Ray. Um, Billy Gunn was there. So I, I met him there. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so enough gushing about Chris Jericho. We, get, we wanted to give him his flowers while he's still here. Chris Jericho, you are one of the goats in wrestling. You've done everything that you've wanted to do. And you continue to do everything that you want to do. The, he, he's the only wrestler with his own crews, bro. We ain't talking about the I Jericho crews. He's, like, he's the only wrestler with his own booze. That's true. A little bit of the bubbly. Yes. So, I mean, hey. And that's like you were saying, that's, um, you know, one of the benefits of AEW. They are the total opposite of WWE, where Vince doesn't want anyone to do anything to get over on their own. And yeah. AEW wants the wrestlers to get AEW, over on their like, own. AEW, like, listen, they we need brought that. You over, right. We brought you over here because we know you have the ability to get over on your own. And that's what makes them... Uh, a really special company so now nah, man right. much love and with all of you know tying everybody's social media and the things and stuff like that to bring more viewers to the brand so correct yes. yeah definitely with that so the reason that i wanted to wrap up talking about jericho is because you did want to talk about cody's um winning cody winning the title right man cody uh dark hair cody nightmare cody uh, once again has the TNT uh, championship. Uh, much love to Cody Rhodes. We all know that at the last AEW event, he came back with black hair, looking like the Cody Rhodes that I know uh, from his WWE days. Um, but no, nah, you know, he's he's just, that was a really, really dope match. Uh, he's just a really, he's another one of those people. What's crazy is he wasn't, he wasn't nearly as big in, in WWE, it took for him to leave, go to the independence. People slept on Cody for so long. I've always said he was a solid talent. Uh, his, the stuff that he did in Japan was really dope, and how he was just able to reinvent himself with the nightmare shit was just really, really solid. So, uh, yeah, man, hats off to hats off to Cody for getting that belt back. Oh and, yeah, man, uh, Cody. You know he's one of he he bet on himself. He put it all on the line and bet on himself, and, you know, he did the yeah. same thing that um, Jericho did. You know, he went on a pilgrimage over there in Japan, won the stuff over there, came and did the the AEW stuff, and, you know, made a way. He basically created a whole rival brand to WWE and is making a way for wrestlers who may have not had a home, wrestlers who have gotten fired from WWE, yes. and other things to continue to make a living and, um, you know, to to continue to thrive. So yeah, definitely and how, and how hats cool. off to him. 
Um, how cool is it? Tired of seeing you... him bleed all over the place, but yeah. <laughs> me too. But how how cool is it when you you basically a bunch of rogue wrestlers with international success just decide, hey, we're all going to start a wrestling company. <laughs> and for them to be, you know, pretty much WWE's uh, current primetime competition where they were the only thing on primetime for many years. Right. Uh, and, I, and, and I ain't even really going to use the competition word. I'm going to just say it's nice having another option. And that's 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 what we get it in a day. It's nice to see yeah, uh, well, another nothing, roster. It's, it's never good for someone to have a monopoly over things because then when exactly. they're not – when they're not um, – performing at the level that you want to see them perform and that's all you have to watch then you just have to be let down and deal with the programming that you're getting but you know now we have options and it's not like you know there isn't impact and roh and things like that but you know but AEW is a steady cable program that's now on. So, you know, and the fact that they put them directly in competition, I know you didn't want to say that, but the Wednesday Night Wars mm-hmm. is a thing. So they put yes, them in direct competition with WWE. With NXT. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, it, it, it definitely makes them feel like the WCW of, of what's going on, you know? Uh, absolutely. And we got to, you know, we got to still show love. First of all, um, Impact the last few months I've been really getting back into Impact Wrestling. They've been really putting on some uh entertaining and and great yeah. shows. Impact has been really entertaining lately. Your boy Chris your boy Chris Bay over there. Bay Shouts out to Chris Bay. Much love, man. I, I, he's a mad maniac. He's a friend of the podcast. He's somebody who I, whose career I've had the pleasure of following uh, wrestling here on the Southwest Circuit. So uh, definitely hats off to Chris Bay doing his thing. You're going to get that belt back, man. They got Willie Mack over there. Man, Willie Mack, West Side. Much love to Willie Mack, man. Right. That's so, you know, we, we definitely we definitely fuck with Impact. We know a lot of Impact players, you know? A lot of, that's what I'm saying. A lot of Impact guys are people who we've encountered in the past, friends of ours, that sort of thing. Really, really, really great guys. So, um, yeah, man, we really, you know, it was, it's, been, it's been really phenomenal. Like, wrestling during the pandemic, we thought it was just going to be a, a shit show of crowdless events but it actually turned out to be uh, a, a beautiful uh plethora of crowdless events and different uh-huh. things like that so it's, it's just been really it's, it's been really solid man but yeah uh what uh what else do, do you we have got before we get get up yeah. out of here um thoughts on retribution yes so uh man chicago's very own mustafa ali became the leader of Retribution this past Monday on Raw. Hats off to Ali, former Chicago police officer turned pro wrestler doing his thug Dizzle. Uh, One of my favorite guys in WWE, but it looks like they finally gave him something substantial to stand on. So this is dope. This is incredibly dope. And I'm I'm really excited about to see what's to come uh, with this particular thing, man. Uh, Those masks ain't dope, though. No, no, the mask of ass. I, you know, just keep it all the way real. Everybody looks like fucking Bane from Batman. It's, it's, it's wha- that that part of it. And those, I would rather them. And those names ain't ain't popping either. But we we talked about them wacky ass names on the on the live stream. So yeah, we we know what it is. So yeah, man. Um, but you know, much love to 
to our parties in it. We know uh, Dominic Dajakovic is there. We know Mia Yim is there. We know we, we know that our boy Dio Madden is there. Like this, this is, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all guys in our league. So it's all guys that, that I trust um, to really do some dope shit. And it's, and it's great that WWE found a way to bring up some of those, uh, those guys from NXT that was really thriving and doing their thing, like uh, Dajakovic and Dio and, and Yim and different things like that. And that's got to be great for, for Yim because whole time she's on Raw, so it's her boyfriend, Mr. Right. Keith Lee. So they get to travel together. So that kind of worked out well in their favor. Um, so what do you think is going to happen with um, retribution going against the hurt business? Do you have any thoughts on um, basically Ali was Ricochet's friend, but now Ali is with retribution. His other friend, um, Cedric Alexander has joined the hurt business. Um, it's kind of just Apollo and Ricochet left. Do you think that um, it's a possibility that Ricochet may join a squad or that Apollo might join a squad and leave Ricochet as the last man standing? Um, I, I, feel to get like, his ass I feel like by the time we realize what's going on, Survivor Series will probably pop up and then there'll be some new thing. And then that, that um you think these groups are going to tie into survivor series in some kind of way fuck yeah why why not do a why not do a fly ass uh 10 man survivor series style tag tag team match the hurt business versus retribution and these are all motherfuckers who can actually wrestle yeah it's going to be a dope ass match so um yeah man i'm i'm really excited to see I, I really want that to carry in the survivor series and i really want them to go ahead and war uh in survivor series man you gotta um you gotta bury hold on i got one more question for you thoughts on ember moans return thoughts on whose return i'm sorry ember moans oh man good to see her back about goddamn time whole new look uh to her same finish uh still doing a thing i hope that they really uh, use her the right way this time. She's too goddamn talented to, to just be sitting down. I'm happy she was able to reinvent herself. And I'm glad that she returned at NXT because she never won the championship in NXT. She never got her just due at NXT because during that time she was fighting. Um, I mean, it was Asuka and then it was um, what's her name? Queen of Spades. I can't think of her name. Um, oh, Shayna Baszler. Shana yeah, Baszler. you know, it was, we had Asuka and then we had Shayna Baszler. So even though Ember Moon was a top mm-hmm. contender at that time, she never could grasp the ring. So now that, she's, now that she's back, hopefully she'll get her just due. I also like the fact that, like I said, she returned to NXT because these NXT people who got brought up to the main roster and didn't really make a splash in the main roster like they should have, get yes. warm welcomes when they return back to NXT. NXT, that crowd is happy to see them come back. So, Man. so hopefully she'll do something over there. I also just like Finn, Finn. just like Finn when he came back to NXT. You see how? Right. Oh yeah, and I and I also want to say um, I'm happy to see that NXT is going to be doing Halloween Havoc. I am upset that it's just going to be a regular episode of NXT and not a takeover. I would have yeah. preferred a I would have preferred a Halloween Havoc takeover. Um, I feel like doing stuff like that is kind of like WWE's way of still digging at WCW by saying, "Oh, we're just going to take your pay per view name and throw it on a regular show." But they got Halloween Havoc gear out if you want to purchase that and. I just love the Halloween Havoc idea, the theme, the feel. I hope they dress the setup. I was always a fan of 
WCW pay-per-views that looked like what the pay-per-view was supposed to be. So shit like Dash at the Beach and Halloween Havoc and all that stuff. Did y'all okay. see the, the Halloween Havoc uh, merch in the group chat that I put up there? Yeah, I just said they have merch. You must not have heard me because you was getting out oh, the car. No, I, but yeah, I, I Halloween Havoc, yeah. Halloween Havoc has merch. Yep. So super, super dope. I won't. I, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, like our boy, uh, shout out to Captain Cave Man Steel Cage, as we a part of Steel Cage Network as well. Uh, I agree that that orange shirt. If we can get an orange hoodie like that with the big Halloween Havoc logo, I'd buy that. I'd buy that immediately. Actually, super dope. Orange is one of my favorite colors. So uh, very dope. But man, um. Yeah, you we were have, saying uh, burials. Um, yes. Um, hmm, burial of the week would be. I don't know. What you got? <laughs> nothing. Oh nothing no! I got a. I got a burial. To, I got a burial the week. What's um, up? Fuck Pence. Oh God, Mike. Fuck Pence. Trump. Oh, please and fuck Trump. I'm sorry. Oh, these are these are. My opinions and my opinions are of myself and the Matt Mania podcast. So if you don't Both. like it, then I'm I'm sorry. You know, you can unfriend, unfollow, do whatever it is okay. that you need to do. But um, yeah, Kamala wiped the floor with him yesterday yes, during a debate. And also um, there are reports and other things coming out. I don't know what's exactly true yet, but um, Pence possibly has COVID himself so I just don't even know what the fuck is going on right now like Donald mm-hmm. Trump debates and then he has COVID Pence debates and then he might have COVID these guys are just spreading COVID all over the place um, Kamala get tested protect yourself I hope you don't got COVID um, and yeah fuck that dude that's why I fly landed on the team <laughs> fucking Yo, wet wanna... looking like a member of Johnny Quest ass nigga I swear to God, I want to give a shout out to um, to one of my favorite people on the on the East Coast, who's a um, I don't know what the technical term for would be card reader or uh, tar- tarot card yeah tarot card reader. I want to give a shout out to uh, to our girl Donna L. Natalie. Um, she she's dope. I've had a couple of readings with her in the past. She made a comment on uh, on Facebook uh, last night, and she was saying that. Uh, Kamala should be should be running for president instead of vice president <laughs> with the way that she kind of just uh, did Pence in. So, you know, I, I didn't really see all of his debate, but I did see certain things. And, and needless to say, she's a she's a force to be reckoned with. I hope that she ends up taking that uh, that presidency eventually because she's a strong uh, black woman and and maybe it's something that we need maybe it's time for that change man i'm i've always been an advocate for like having the having a dope black female president if michelle had to take over it would have been lit so michelle i just don't i don't appreciate the fact that trump is acting like that he doesn't have covid after like four days like come on dude I, I work with I work with people with COVID every day and it takes at least 10 to 14 days for you to even get cleared to return back to work. So you should yeah. not be in the office at the White House trying to make any decision whatsoever with your sick ass. Um, <laughs> you, you, you should not have put any Secret Service members at risk trying to ride and wave at fans outside. 
Like um, the fact that he said he may even be immune to it. Shut the fuck up. Did the he say that, that shit for real? I missed that part. He yes. said this stupid shit. Yes, he also Yo, he also said that his blood type is USA. This nigga is a fucking <laughs> idiot. Listen, listen. Like, like I always like to say, and like you said previously, and I'll elaborate on it a little bit further. We are a black and brown wrestling pop culture and hip hop podcast. So you already know what's cracking. You already know who we getting behind. Like Teak said, you don't like it? Fuck it. You ain't got to watch it. It's a million and one options right. that support that asshole. So you it know is how what we coming. You know how we coming, and we with the shits. Um, <laughs> for some for some reason um y'all are such i mean i'm gonna say it like this white folks just love mass suicides huh keep following um <laughs> donald, keep keep following donald trump and drinking that kool-aid he's telling y'all not to be worried about um the coronavirus and covid and don't fear it he's the new jim jones all y'all will be out there dead fucking with him you know what you know what's the special ingredient in the cool in the kool-aid that he drinks cheetos <laughs> That, that Cheeto dust. Oh, that Cheeto <laughs> dust and goddamn bleach. But yeah, man. And then on behalf of on behalf of our boy Rock Knowledge, shout out to Rock right now who has oh, you got a, that came in. So that's why you he got a snack. Yeah, man, I got a snack, bro. I got a, I, I definitely got a snack. Um, I am going to uh put over, and I don't think I've ever mentioned this before, but there is a there's a young lady on the on the wrestling circuit who wrestles for uh what is the name of the promotion? I want to say Shimmer. Uh, but she has had one match in AEW, a tryout match. Much love to Jamie Hayter. Uh, H-A-Y-T-E-R. Shout out to Jamie Hayter. Uh, she's our snack of the week this week. Uh, Jamie, ironically enough, is the girlfriend of somebody who I know personally in the wrestling business who wrestles for New Japan, uh, Carl Fredericks. Shout out to my boy Carl Fredericks, the BFD over New Japan Pro Wrestling doing his thing. Um, that's his girl, man. And she's like she's cold like she's super nice she got you know and i told i told him this straight up i'm like man you got a beautiful girl you like man thank you she she right in, in in all the places that she need to be right so uh much love to jamie hater man yes sir um she got a she got an ig you want to you want to give her ig to the people or something so that they can uh, yes, check her out yes yes sir uh i believe it's i believe it's just at jamie hater h-a-y-t-e-r at jamie hater so oh she a uh, hater look, <laughs> look her up look her up on Instagram. Look her up on Twitter. T you should take a gander at her. I promise you will not be disappointed. It's some serious uh uh, uh cake action going on. Very oh, nice. Yeah, I, I I love the cakes. Go ahead and um mm -hmm. send her name in a group chat. I'll take a look at her. Yeah, she got she she, she got nice athletic cakes. Very dope. <laughs> uh -huh. So Absolutely. that's that's going to be all for tonight. I didn't um, time this episode, so I don't know where we're at right now. But, Who you the know, fuck knows? It, um, <laughs> this, this was a, a two man tag team um, episode. Man. So, you know, it's the, not, the not going to be as long as normal episodes because we don't have other people's opinions or putovers and things going on right now. Um, but, you know, we're going to wrap this show up because mm -hmm. I'm sure G1 wants to participate in what he just got from that dispensary. What'd you pick oh, up? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I got a, I got some super silver cheese, which is which is a uh, which is a hybrid strain. That's a kissing cousin of my favorite strain, super silver haze. And blue um, cheese. 
Man, exa exactly. So the super silver cheese is popping. Definitely finna hit that. Uh, no king palms today. You'll be surprised. I actually learned how to roll. How about that? What what are you what are you gonna roll? A uh, hemp roll? So, I, so we yes. So I do. Well, we do uh, two two different brands. So. One brand I want to give a shout out to is Kong Raps. Follow Stop them giving on shout outs to people that ain't um, paying us. <laughs> man. man, listen, you never know what may happen. So we speak it into existence until it happens. Shout out to Kong Raps. Uh, got a box of these, actually. Follow them on every major form of social media uh, at Kong Raps, like King Kong. Uh, also, uh, what's the other company? Twisted Hemp. I actually tagged them in a post not too long ago. So shout out to Twisted Hemp, man. So I've been I've been rolling the hemp wraps and I've been doing a good job with those. I probably the, my only problem, and I'll admit this, my only problem is I gotta make them a little bit tighter. Once I get once I get down to making them a little bit tighter, I'm gonna be a beast. But the the extra only roller, problem is he probably wet them bitches up too much. Oh, wet mouth ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 not, not, not that. No, I, I, I do. Uh, I, I reserve my. Uh, never mind. Let me shut up. But anyway. so anyways, you can follow me at Teak underscore Hall on Twitter, Teak underscore Hall on Instagram, Teak Hall on Facebook. If you're lucky enough to um have me accept your um request, because I don't accept people on Facebook that don't got mutual friends. And if you got one mutual friend, I'm definitely going to inspect you. Like, who the fuck sent you? So, absolutely. Um, and but G1, where can they on, find you? You can find me on uh, you can find me on Instagram at G1 to the rescue. That's G the number one and the words to the rescue exactly the way it sounds. You can find me on Twitter at G the number one and the words to the rescue exactly the way it sounds. Um, also, I do have a personal page. No, so don't give that out. I'm not. I'm not. So I was about to say for those of you that do have access to the personal page, if I send you a request, that means it's for a reason. That means you're more than just like, uh, you know, somebody who I may only know through music or who I may only know through wrestling. If, if okay. you get the person, if you get the personal page, you family. Like that's that. Like that's what it is. So. And once um, again, follow us on Instagram, Matt Mania Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Matt, Matt Mania, Mania Podcast. Podcast. You can follow me on Spotify at T Call. You can find Matt Mania Podcast on all DSPs and streaming platforms. Yeah, um, you can actually find you can actually find me on uh, on Spotify as well. G One to the Rescue all together. And because uh, uh, a lot of the guest appearances that I've been a part of have uh, have been in there and uh, also uh, click the link on my bio on my G1 to the rescue page for the G1 and friends uh, playlist, which which has the up to date uh, every virtually available song that I have produced and still got a lot of work to do. Uh, coming up for the end of 2020, going into 2021. Uh, me and Teak finna go hard on some shit. Me, Teak, and Rand finna go in on some shit. Uh, I got a I got a record coming with uh with hope, hopefully with Key A's uh, coming called City Lights. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, definitely got the um have my back record coming out, and I got an R and B single coming out called Change Your Mind. That's actually done. I just need to get it mastered. And uh, that'll actually be dropping. I'm going to drop that probably uh, towards the end of this month on my stepfather's birthday, which is uh, October 22nd. Okay. Yes, sir. Rest well, in peace. Well, there you go. That's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff to follow. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> it'll be in the, hopefully, it'll be in the description of this episode. Yes, it will. And also, remember that I said follow the podcast go get you some fucking merch from pro wrestling tees.com 
Yes, all of that shit. Make sure you follow our brothers, Rock Knowledge, Neo X. Mega Rand, Ali Booker, yes. Our brothers in arms in the steel cage, Captain Caveman, Super Jew, all those guys. Yeah, man, uh, much love. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. Again, we are a black and brown podcast. We appreciate the support. We are we one of the top five definitely one of the top five wrestling, wrestling podcasts podcast. for yes, you to indeed. listen to. So um, yep. that and, and that was um, – that was said by the Sci-Fi Network. So take it, for what you, take it for what you want. Flex, 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 flex. Take that, take that to the people out here dating G1 clones. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I just want to know how your new man do the same thing that I do, but he ain't as wavy. <laughs> as all, hey, listen, as always, in part and on behalf of the rest of our crew and my boy T-Call, <laughs> Uh, G1 to the rescue would just like to say, man, hashtag wrestling is fun. And as always, in part, no matter what you do, please keep your shoulders off, off the mat. Motherfucker. We'll see you next week with more content and hopefully a full team. We out this bitch like a newborn baby. Raw is Jericho. Bow. Jericho, what up? <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 